I mean, this, you know, this, this may be a bit crude, but I mean, I don't know no other way to say it. Uh, I want to talk about um, booty calls. Notice how the Bible says to the man, giving honor unto the wife. A major part of honoring the wife is to recognize her basic need for a sense of security and providing it. Notice how it started off. Dwell with them according to knowledge. What does a woman need? She needs security. She needs to know that things are covered, that things are handled, that we're good in the event of we're good. If this goes, we're good. And she needs a man that can say two words, three words, and she can put her head on the pillow and go to sleep. I got it. I got it. How often, how many times in our marriages, Lisa said, well, you know, this is coming up and we need X amount of dollars. And I said, well, I got it. And you know what she do? <laughs> you know why? Because she know I got it. Because you know why? Because as a man, I have consistently provided a sense of security because I, I always make certain that I put a little something here, a little something there, so that when we have those seasons, I can always meet the need because my woman needs security. I cannot provide much security if I ain't got no money. If I ain't got no money. My woman don't want hitting about. Let's pray. Let's pray. Give me a hand. Let's let's join. Oh, heavenly Father. No, no, man. I don't want. I don't want pray. I don't want pray. I need you to be in a position to pay. So a wise woman doesn't even get involved in a situation where she knows she's going to be stressed out because she understands that her one of her fundamental needs is security. Ecclesiastes seven and twelve says. For wisdom is a defense, and money is a defense, but the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. But notice how it says wisdom defends and money defends. There are some battles you're going to fight that you're going to have to have money. And there's no sense in tying your life up with a man that is not equally concerned about financial matters as you are. Your man should be even more concerned because if we're going back to the original biblical roles, he is responsible to be the provider. Now, you may be educated and have a career, have a business, you ought to do all of that. But a real man views whatever you're doing as you're helping him. Even if you're making more money than him, you just making more money than him helping him because a real man views it as my responsibility to provide. I'm supposed to pay for your car. I'm supposed to pay for your clothes. I'm supposed to pay for your house. I'm supposed to pay for everything concerning you. 
That's that's now if we're going back to the biblical model. Now y'all got all kind of different stuff y'all got going on now that I don't I don't I don't resonate with. I follow the biblical model. It's what my father did before me. My father was the was the provider. I remember so vividly. One day my mom and she said, I'm tired of working. I'm tired of working. I'm tired of getting up. I'm tired. I'm tired. And he said, he used to, my dad was a coffee drinker. He he's sitting there in his white shirt. That was his little uniform. His white shirt and his black shoe, black pants and his black church shoes. And he said, Lloyd's quit. I got it. That's where I get that from. He said, Lloyd's quit. I got it. I got it. And I, as a little boy, I observed that. And it etched something in my mind that day. And the thing that it etched in my mind was a man got it. A man always handles the financial affairs. Mama ran everything else. She took care of the house. She took care of the children. She took care. But daddy always held the money in down. He always led the family spiritually. He led us in prayer. He took care of financial matters. He took care of the discipline issues with me and my brother. But I learned from my father that men provide. And men give a woman a sense of security that she can actually walk off of her job because she got a man that got it. I have one of my spiritual daughters who just walked off of a six-figure job. Because she got a man that got it. So number three, number one, we said finance is a sign of love. Say what you want. I know some of y'all overly religious people. Well, you need more than money. You need more than money. Yeah, you do. You do. But you're going to have to have money too. You need a prayerful man. There's a whole lot of prayerful bums. You need a church-going man. whole lot of church-going bums. Hey, you need to pray. You need to be in church and all that. But he need to work. I'm not sending a woman out here to go get no man because he's praying and going to church and don't want no job. You're going to need all of that. You're going to need the whole package. And money is a part of the package. Number two, the woman's need for security. Number three, a woman's future and her children's future depend on a man's drive and vision to provide. You mean to tell me you're going to put your life in the hands of a man that's not concerned with provision and you're going to, you're, you mean to tell me you actually, you are actually going to go walk down an aisle and recite vows to submit yourself to a man that won't even provide and then you're going to go home with this man and make babies for a man that won't even provide. He won't provide in the present. So now what is your future going to look, look like? Do you not know you're not getting younger? You're not getting more energy, dear. You're not. Do you not realize that? Do you not understand that the financial base children come from? largely determines uh, or projects where they will go in life and you're going to just marry a man that won't even provide the basics. You can't even educate your children like you want to educate them because you don't have a man that's helping you. 
really should be leading you? Proverbs 13, 22 says a good man, a good man, a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. So I have, we have three grandsons. Y'all remember I was a teenage father at 15, right? So I'm 56. I have a 40 year old, 40 or 41. She one of them. <sighs> She's 40. She's turning 41. So I have three grandsons. We, Lisa and I have three grandsons. And right now, as their grand, as their papa, Lisa and I are, you know, we open up some accounts, put monies aside for our grandsons because a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. Well, you can't leave an inheritance if you, if you don't have a job. A woman's future and her children's depends on a man's drive and vision to provide. If 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 you have to if you really have to just prime your man up, he he, he doesn't just naturally want to. All right, am I back? Am I back? The devil doesn't want me to get this one out tonight, but I'm getting it out. So number three, a woman's future. And her children's future depend on a man's drive and vision to provide. That's why a wise woman always considers the money. Now, now, here, now number four, that's why I waited for you all, because I, I, I want to really work on this one. Y'all give me some thumbs on this too now. Give me some likes. Um, number four, number four. A masculine man will insist on providing. See, and every woman, watch this, listen to me well now. Listen to me well. Give me some likes on this if you don't mind. I'm working hard for this one tonight. A masculine man will insist on providing. Now, when we use that terminology, masculine versus feminine, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about a man that walking around like, you know. No, no, not talking about because you got a whole lot of dudes that are macho that are not masculine. See, masculine is a mindset and it's an approach to life and relationships that a grown man has, that he understands there's certain things that are his responsibility. And one of the fundamental tenets of masculinity is the drive to provide. So when you hear me say, you know, that a woman is masculinized. I'm not mean she's not feminine or dainty. No, no, that's not what I mean at all. I mean that she's taking on the mindset that I'm the provider. I'm the one that's going to make it happen. I'm going to get it done. I'm the breadwinner. I'm the go-getter. When that's supposed to be the man's role. Uh, you know, at least he's supposed to lead in that respect, even if he has a woman who has those same strengths. And there's nothing wrong with having those strengths. But a woman always could should, a wise woman always considers the money because a masculine man will always insist on providing. And watch this. You are not going to, I'm sorry, I hate to tell you this, but you are not going to be attracted long term to a feminine man. A man, in other words, that wants to be kept, a man that wants to be cherished, a man that wants you to do everything, a man that can make a decision. A man that, that's too lazy to get a job. You're not going to be attracted to that long. 
it may be cute now to see him with his little curly hair and his little, you know, whatever you put in his hair, the baby oil and all that. He got his little body all shiny and everything, but don't have no money, don't have no job. See, that's cute at 25. That that gets a little less cute around 35. At 40, it's it's just unbearable. You're going to have to have a masculine man. And when you pay attention to a man's relationship to work and a man's relationship with money, it tells you a lot about if this is a masculine or feminine man. Any man that's satisfied being a low earner when he can be a high earner, any man is satisfied letting his woman go out and, and, and you know, uh, you know, meet all of the challenges in life and letting his woman be the one to conquer every mountain. He's not masculine. He's feminine. He, he's he's going to end up feeling like a girlfriend to you. And in first Timothy five and eight, it says, if any, anyone fails to provide for his own and especially for those of his own family, he has denied the faith by disregarding its precepts and is worse than an unbeliever who fulfills his obligation in these matters. Paul is teaching these Christian brothers, said, you know, even brothers in the world that don't even have the book, don't even follow the book, don't even follow the Bible. They have enough man in them to take care of their family. He says, if you don't, if you don't provide for your family, you worse than an unbeliever. Stop running around and telling people about you saved and you got all of this here because a masculine man will insist on providing a masculine man. Watch this. A masculine man is not going to let you pull out your credit card at no table and pay for dinner when y'all, when you all are dating, he ain't going to do it. He's going to get offended. If, if you as a woman try to pay for dinner, he's never going to let you pay. And he's absolutely not going to be sitting there having a conversation with you about splitting the bill. This is, well, you know, this is, this is, this is what you had to, you had to, um, you had the, the lobster bisque and, and the salad was yours and the, and the, the, the strawberry cheesecake that was yours. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, you're supposed to send that dude packing. Mm -mm. Not no real man. Not no real man. Not a real man. He's never going to let a woman, not a masculine man. He is never going to let a woman pay for him or herself when he's with her or when she's with him. So you got to watch the money because the money is going to tell you a lot about the psychology of a dude. And if he ain't masculine, and I'm not talking about muscles. I'm talking about mindset. If he's not masculine, he is not, you're not, as, it, the attraction is just, I'm sorry, but, you know, unless you just, a woman that's committed to being masculine, you get a little feminine man that's committed to being feminine, and y'all just kind of make a, you know, a, a mess of this thing and flip-flop it, and he just, he just always be the woman and you always be the man. In terms of, you know, your energy, well, you know, I guess whatever works for you. But if you're normal at all, at a certain point, you're going to get tired of that. You're going to need a real man. That's a man in body and mind and spirit. And then number five, and then I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you had to change, kicking. You had three iced teas. You had three iced teas. I ain't had, see, I had water. I had water. I had water. Just, yeah, all I had was water. Number five, 
Fifth and final reason a woman, a wise woman, always is always concerned about the money. She's not a gold digger. She's just wise. Fifth reason is a wise man will always have resources. A wise man will always have resources. And if you're going to submit your life to a man, you're going to call this man your husband, especially if you're coming from the Christian tradition. You're going to call this man your husband and you're going to submit yourself and your children or even your future children under the leadership of this man. You got to know he's wise. If a man does not have resources and he's now again, unless, 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 unless y'all are very young, 20, 21 years old, just starting out out of college, he ain't got nothing. Or unless he's had some kind of major crisis in life, you know, that just threw him back, COVID-19, business went under, or whatever, and he's recovering. But you can see the recovery. But typically, even if even a COVID-19, a man that's lived a while, if if he's if he's struggling and has no reserves, that's something to consider. That's something to consider. Now, you know, I love I love spending money. I, I love clothes. I love my clothes. And I just don't get a chance to wear them stuck in the house all the time. But I love my clothes. And so I spend a lot of money on clothes. But I ain't going to never spend my last on nothing. The only thing I spend my last on is my family. You ain't going to see me. You see me out there shopping, babe. I'm shopping out of my, my overflow. Because as a man, I'm going to always have some money. Because any one of my children, any one of the four of them, any of my grandchildren, any of my church members, if people have needs as a man, I feel it my responsibility to be able to provide. So that means I have to what be wise enough to always have resources. If you got a man that's of a certain age and he has no resources... Yeah, you lost your job. You lost your job two weeks ago, and you already broke, and you forty years old. You mean tell me you ain't learned nothing in twenty years? Because you you should start learning this lesson somewhere around twenty as a man. You two decades you haven't learned that men put back resources because they have families that that are relying on them to have resources, huh? Huh? I said, huh? You mean to tell me you haven't, you have a wise man all speak to have wisdom? I believe that. The Bible says a man should have wisdom, but if a man is prayed to have wisdom, he should also have money. See, I couldn't be no woman. Not, 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 I couldn't be no woman. There's no way in the world I could be a woman because some of this stuff, y'all. Let me let me read my scripture so I can go. Proverbs 21 and 20 says, There's precious treasure and oil in the house of the wise who prepare for the future. But a short-sighted and foolish man swallows it up and wastes it. You look at a man's money, especially a man of a especially a man 50 years old, 60 years old. And don't have nothing. Don't, don't have, you have nothing. 
You mean you 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 mean tell me you have nothing? And some of these cats are highly educated bums that still have nothing. You don't want to put your your life in the hands of no man that 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 has no resources. That's a that's a sign of a lack of wisdom. That's a sign of a lack of wisdom. Come on now. That's a sign of a lack of wisdom. Best y'all should be as nice friends. Keep it moving. You can't put your life in the hands of no man. Don't be so desperate for a relationship that you just settle for anything. Man, it ain't got no money of a certain age. Yeah, that's a lack of wisdom. You, you don't want that. You don't want that. And so they can call it hypergamy. They can call it gold digging. Mm -mm. A woman, a wise woman, will never commit her life to a man that has nothing to add to her financially. Point blank. Let me say it one more time for y'all in the back. It's hard of hearing. A wise woman will never commit her life knowingly to a man that has nothing to add to her financially. He does not have to be rich, but he has to have a vision and a work ethic. Just like a man would never marry a woman that will not attempt to please him sexually. You think a man would marry you if, if, if you just had no sex to give him? You think he would marry you? Absolutely not. Mm -mm. And likewise, I never condone it. People can say what they want. A woman should never commit her life to a man that has nothing to add to her financially. And see, when they don't have nothing to add to you financially, and then you see like you had, you had a certain age as a woman, you advanced in your career, 35, 40, 45, 50, 60 years old, 65 even, and you rolling and you doing your thing. First thing they want to talk to you about is how they've had it hard and, and you know, life to knock them around and they black man can't get no branch out here. Black man can't get no branch out here. Even, even the white brothers saying, white man can't get no branch out here. It's game, man. So the next thing they're going to move to is they got a business idea. They just need somebody to invest in it. Mm -mm. When the man start talking to you about investing in some business idea, he got lose his number, block him, block him, block him, block him. And I know I'm going to get a whole lot of talk on this one, but y'all can say what you want. I didn't say it now. It's out here. People can see it. I want you to see it. Block him. That ain't what you want. That ain't what you need. And that is not what God is calling for in these last and evil days for you to be messing around with some man that, you know, just in it for what he can get out of it and bringing nothing to the table but an appetite. No ma'am. No ma'am. No ma'am. That's not the way it's supposed to go. So, I've said my piece. I know I'm going to get in trouble for it, but that's all right. I'm used to being in trouble. But that's 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 those are my thoughts on the matter, man. Those are my thoughts on the matter. Those are my thoughts on the matter. So, I hope you all got something out of this. Don't forget to go to rcblakes.com. I need you all to start registering for Queenology 2.0, the second part. The training for reigning, that's happening December 5th and 6th.
Go and register tonight if you don't mind. Go and register tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the platform. It's going to be amazing. This is the second part of the content. And then sometime next year, all of the content that we've discussed from the first part through the second part is going to be the third installment in the series. You know, the series starts out with the father-daughter talk. And then it moves to Queenology. And then the third book is going to be the training for reigning. And I think that'll make the, I think that's, I think that's the end of the book thing with uh, the women's empowerment piece. But go to rcblakes.com and register. Don't forget to go by Amazon. Those of you that still have missed the first part, well, it's in program form. It's the actual video from the first um, conference. It's on my website in program form. Uh, at rscblakes.com. It's an online program, Queenology 2.0, The Training for Reigning. So if you want to just see the first part before you go into the second part, you can go and do that as well. But if you watch the, if you watch the second part um, without having seen the first part, you still, the value of the content stands on, on its own feet. And I need you all to promote this for me. Uh, what else am I, what else? don't forget those of you that may need counseling. I know I said a lot tonight. We are uh, partnered with a group called BetterHelp Counseling. And if you use the link in the description, you'll, it'll afford you 10% off of whatever the cost of the counseling is. And they, in turn, support, they pour back financially into the ministry for every one of you that uh, may use their services. So it's a blessing to us as well as, as it is to you. Now, um, I know I'm missing something. I know I'm missing something. Uh, I love y'all. I do love y'all. I love y'all and I appreciate you. Um, maybe I'm done. I know it's something I'm forgetting. I don't have Lisa here to help me. So listen, listen, um, I want you to stay positive. Keep your head up. Stay positive. Keep your head up. I need, I need you all to give me at least a thousand likes before I get off of you. I'm at 808 right now. Stay positive. Keep your head up. Stay motivated. Get rid of negative people that bring you down. Come on now. And expect God to do greater things in your life. I know these are difficult and troubling times, but that's all right. You're going to make it through this. And on the other side of all of this, wow, is an amazing future for you. So be here to appreciate it. Be here physically, be here mentally. Be here. Now, listen, I also started another channel, uh, Bishop R.C. Blakes Jr., and that channel is dedicated to ministry, you know, not not just like this part of me, but the preacher side, the Bible studies, the Sunday sermons, and all different kinds of topics that relate to people that want to grow and develop in their Christian faith. So I encourage you to go and subscribe to that, too, if that side of me is... Um, something you're interested in, but it's where I'm going to just specifically put all ministry stuff. Whereas here I deal with women's empowerment, relationships, narcissists. That's pretty much the, the run of it here. Over there, I will deal with all of the things that I would teach my church. It's it's actually a cyber church platform and it's under, it's go and subscribe, Bishop R.C. Blakes Jr. All right, I'm done. And I, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to let y'all go for some reason tonight. I'm done though. I'm done. If I thought about it, I would have hooked the phone up so I could take some calls. If you.
you all want to talk to me this week or this week is gone, isn't it? Um, I may I may actually come back before the week is out and hook the phone up where maybe you all can call in and we can have some conversation about what I've discussed tonight. And uh, yeah, so look, I love you. God bless you. Thank you to all of you that uh, sold into my life tonight. I need 52 more likes to get to my thousand. But thank you to all of you that sold into my life tonight. I appreciate you with all of my heart. That always amazes me when you all start giving to me. Uh, It's amazing to me. Love you. God bless you. Thank you for listening today. If you would like more information or for other resources, please visit us on the web at rcblakes.com.